Good morning, everyone. Hope you rested well or as well as possible. Welcoming yourself to this new day. So I like to say a few words about <clears throat> the practice of metta before the guidance. If you have not practiced metta before and this practice is relatively new to you, again, everything you need to know will be shared these days in the instructions. And if you've practiced metta before, perhaps for even many years, we still invite you to listen to the instructions, invitations with beginner's mind. There's always something new that will open for you. Ah, you're never in the same place. So, so, especially about the instructions this morning as we begin the formal instructions. Last night we tilled the soil. With metta being a cultivation practice, as I mentioned, we cultivate metta. We keep turning our minds towards kindness, towards friendliness, towards goodwill. And we start wherever it's easiest. We start wherever it's easiest for us. And classically, this practice of metta has been taught in expanding concentric circles. We start where it's easiest and then we keep expanding, expanding, expanding. And traditionally, the first category is is ourselves, starting with ourselves and then going to the benefactor and the good friend, which we think of as the easy categories, people we, we have goodwill for, and then neutral, etc. In the West, we find that for folks starting with self, sometimes it's more tricky. So we, we start with the easy category, with, with the being that's Easy could be a child, a pet, or or dear friend, could be a benefactor, a parent, a coach, someone with whom you have an uncomplicated relationship. And just when you bring this being to mind, um, just a sense of ah, ease comes over your body. Maybe a sense of safety. Maybe a smile shows up on your face. Could be a childhood friend. It could also be, for those of you who have children, might be your your child when they were little, before they became teenagers. Maybe when they were, I don't know, four or five. Just a sweet age, really simple. Or even siblings at that age, before things got complicated. So 
it's skillful means. So in this practice, we use skillful means. We go wherever it's easiest, wherever the heart is happy, wherever the heart has a sense of joy, delight, goodwill. It, that's where we, we turn. And it's like we're gathering kindlings and we, and there's a little bit of fire of, or maybe a big fire of metta, kindness, goodwill for some creature, for some being. And then we gently blow on it. We gently blow on it and it expands. And sometimes folks who have perhaps <clears throat> multiple children, they say, oh, but it feels unfair if I choose one of my children. It's like, it's okay. You can choose other ones later. Just choose one. They're supporting you. They're the first one who's stepping up and says, hey, let me help you grow this practice. So, <clears throat> so skillful means, skillful means turning wherever it's easiest. And also to remember that this practice is not a fabrication. We're not creating feeling of metta. We're already, we, it's already there. Every single one of us has it already in different shapes and forms. Of course we have it. It's our birthright. We all have it. We've all experienced it. And we're just blowing ever so gently on the fire of metta and helping it grow. So we're not fabricating, we're not creating, we're supporting it. We're supporting it to grow. Grow what's already there. And a couple of other things is that if it feels forced, then back up, back up, back up and see, ah, am I forcing too much? How can it feel easy? Where can it feel easy, effortless? Maybe in that moment, if you notice you're forcing it, maybe you just relax. And in that recognition, there's a sense of goodwill towards yourself. Okay, sweetheart, I don't want to force myself. I don't want to force this. Oh, look, there's metta. Oh, wow, it's right there. So whenever you turn towards anything with kindness, with consideration, with care, metta is already there. You don't have to look for it too hard. And if aversion arises at any point, I don't like this, what am I doing? Again, back up. It's okay, it's all right. And the moment you back up and you're gentle, that's where metta is showing up. It's never too far away. You just have to ease up a bit. It shows up on its own. So in the, there are different ways metta could be practiced. And in the way we will invite you <clears throat> to explore it is um, through three different supports. 
what I sometimes very affectionately call the three ring circus. So I'll say a few words so you know the structure. So first we bring in, we invite. So well, the very first is we settle with our breath, with our bodies. So there's a sense of stability in the mind. That's important. After there is a sense of stability in the mind and heart, we invite someone for whom we have easy affection, kindness, as I mentioned. We start with the easy category. And later could be other beings, but here I'm just going to make it specific, the, this narrative to what we're going to do today. So we invite this easy being, pet, child, friend, benefactor, and we bring them to mind as clearly as possible. Some of you are visual, so a felt sense of the visual visually they're sitting right with you. Some of you have a good felt sense, um, like what this person feels like. So basically this person, this being, as we feel into being with them or seeing them, that naturally arises in our body, in our heart, in our felt senses, the sense of metta, this kindness, this warm-heartedness. So we start to feel something from, the, from object, from the being, from the first, from number one, number two arises, number two being the feeling, the sense of ah, kindness, safety, ease. And then from that feeling, from what has arisen in our heart, in our mind, on our face, through a smile, from that, then the phrases arise. So then we let the phrases flow. Okay. And then the phrases flowing, the phrases of metta, may you be safe, may you be happy, may you be healthy, may you have ease. And then... That's the third ring of the circus. So let me just say it one more time. So the first ring is bringing the image or the felt sense of the being. And naturally, when we do that, sense of metta in the body, in the heart, a felt sense of it will arise. That's the second ring of the circus. And from that second ring, then from that, a sense of goodwill arises. We want this being to be happy. We want them to be healthy those good wishes just naturally flow out. So the phrases, the third ring, just naturally comes out from the second ring. And the phrases help keep the whole thing going because it's a cognitive, it's a, it's a, um, the lexical involvement, the cognitive involvement of the phrases can keep the flow. At any point when you feel that your mind is drifting, bring back the image of them more clearly, the felt sense of them, the first ring. Make that as bright as possible. And the, num and the second and third ring will follow naturally. And then sometimes you can just feel like you're just saying the phrases and, and um, even if you try to bring their image or their felt sense to mind strongly, it still feels like you're just saying the phrases. It's okay. Trust that you're planting seeds. Trust that you're planting seeds. And we'll say more about that in the Dharma talks. Okay. 
enough said this morning. Okay, so let's practice together. So landing, landing in your body. Feeling your body sitting, contact points, your feet, your sit bones, your hands. Inviting your body to relax and receive the breath. The in-breath and the out-breath. Any thoughts are arising, past, present, future. It's helpful to say, not now, thank you, not now. You can come back later, but right now I'm giving my heart to this practice. Not now. Let your awareness rest. Be relaxed and receiving the breath, just this in-breath, just this out-breath. Calming, soothing, settling, the puppy of the mind. Puppy usually likes to run around. No need to kick the puppy, be judgmental. It's okay, sweetheart. It's okay, dear puppy. Come. As if you're petting, calming the puppy with each breath. Each in-breath, each out-breath affectionately, lovingly.
the puppy can relax, feeling safe, feeling content, as it's lovingly held and petted. Let your mind, your heart feel safe. Lovingly held. As if petted with each breath. Now, if you like, while we stay embodied, feeling connected to our body, our breath, we invite into our heart space this dear being, this dear being who's easy for us, as I described earlier. And it's best also if this being is still living as we start this practice. Bringing this dear being to mind, inviting them into your heart space. and making their presence as bright as possible in your mind's eye, in your felt sense, as if they were sitting right here with you.
maybe imagining what they look like, what they sound like, what they say usually, their mannerisms. Maybe even for some of you, how they smell or how they feel when you touch them, hug them, or if it's a pet, when you pet them. How this being really feels to you, the felt sense. Savoring, savoring what this being feels like. And notice what arises in your body, in your heart. Maybe a sense of delight shows up in your body or feeling of safety. Maybe your body relaxes or or it's just a sense of delight for seeing them, quote unquote, seeing them, being with them. Maybe it's gratitude, appreciation. Maybe it's a smile. Maybe it's giddy playfulness. Whatever it is, recognize that as you conjure up this dear being, this sense, felt sense of metta, goodwill, kindness, warmth, care, connection arises for you. Recognize it. And from this feeling of connection, care, gladness, goodwill, warm-heartedness, loving-kindness, love. Notice you wish well, naturally. You want this being to be well. You want him to be happy. You hold them with care. So from the feeling of care, let the phrases of care flow out naturally. I'll offer the traditional phrases. I'll first offer the long form. Some of you might have alternatives, it's fine. And we'll offer other versions later as well. The first one having to do with physical safety. May you be safe. Both actually physical and I think psychological safety too. May you be safe from inner and outer harm. Inner harm is usually what we cause ourselves. May you be safe, dear one. Dear being, may you be safe from inner and outer harm. I wish you safety. May you be safe, dear one. Really connect with the wish for them to be safe. Maybe see them being safe. 
and protected. The second phrase, may you be happy, may you be happy and have joy in your heart. Mental happiness, may you be happy and joyful. And maybe see them as joyful as possible. The third phrase of metta, may you be healthy and strong as much as possible. May you be healthy and strong as much as it's available, possible. May you be healthy. Seeing them healthy, perhaps. Exercising or, or doing whatever makes them feel physically strong and healthy. And the fourth phrase, May you have ease. May your life unfold with ease or may you take care of yourself happily. The fourth race having to do with general ease, unfolding of life. May your life unfold with ease, dear one. keeping their felt sense, their image in mind, bringing them close when they get far or the feeling fades, their image fades, noticing what they, their presence arises in your heart and your body, letting the phrases flow. May you be safe from inner and outer harm, dear one. May you be happy and joyful, dear one. May you be healthy and strong, dear one. And may your life unfold with ease, dear one.
May you be safe from inner and outer harm. May you be happy and joyful. May you be healthy and strong. May your life unfold with ease. May you be safe. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you have ease.
let your heart, your mind be relaxed, abiding, resting in goodwill. It's easier than you think. Now I'd like to invite you, if you would, try on a different perspective. Shifting your perspective to see yourself through the eyes of this dear being. The way they see you. appreciate you, care for you. Just letting yourself be seen through their eyes. And sometimes maybe we get defensive. We don't want to let ourselves be seen through eyes of metta, but don't get in your own way. Don't get in your own way. <sighs> Let yourself receive being seen through eyes of metta, eyes of care. This being cares for you. Maybe they think the world of you. They respect you. They love you. They want you to be well. They want you to be safe and happy and healthy and well. Let yourself receive, be seen through their gaze, how they see you. As if you were a sponge, let yourself soak it up. as they feel, as they feel these phrases for you, as they feel, may you be safe, may you be happy, may you be healthy, may you have ease, dear one. As they beam these phrases for you, let yourself receive them.
adding your own voice to them. Yes, may I be safe. Ah, making space for this good wish, just as this dear being wishes me, holds me with eyes of care. May I be safe. Seeing them wishing you happiness. They look at you, then they want you to be happy. Can you receive the wish for happiness and add your own? May I be happy. Letting it sink in. May I be happy. Just as they wish for you, they see you, they want you to be healthy, they wish for you to be healthy. May you be healthy, dear one. Receiving that wish and adding your own voice, your own goodwill for this being who is you, may I be healthy. making space for it, letting it land as if you're planting a seed in the earth. May I be healthy. And just as they wish you to have ease in your life, may your life flow with ease. Ah, receiving their goodwill, their care, and adding your own, yes. I wish that my life flows with ease. I hold, I hold myself with kindness, goodwill. For the whole unfolding of my life. Ah, letting it land in your body. In every cell of your body. May there be ease. In my body, in my heart, in my life. May I be safe. May I be happy. Dropping it in. Not clinging to it. We just drop it in as a, as a gift, as an offering. May I be happy, may I be healthy. Offering these good wishes to ourselves and then letting go, letting go of them. May I have ease, may there be ease in my life. Metta, this practice of metta are like gifts. Every phrase, every offer is a gift we give freely, without attachment. 
both to others, to ourselves. We don't expect an outcome like, okay, am I healthy yet? Are they healthy yet? We just offer it. We're cultivating our hearts in goodwill and generosity, offering good wishes, kindness freely without any strings attached. No strings, whether it's to others, to ourselves. We spread these gifts of goodwill for the sake of our heart. Our heart's cultivation alone. May both of us, both bringing your easy, dear being to your heart, to your mind's eye, as well as yourself. You're wishing them well. They're wishing you well. Giving, receiving, space of generosity, both giving and receiving, some point not clear who's giving who's receiving it's this field of goodwill may you be well may i be well may both of us be well may we be safe happy healthy May we both have ease. So today, as you practice, bring your dear being to heart to mind with the phrases, leaning into wherever it's easy, wherever it's easiest. The dear being, perhaps, if they're easiest, stay with them. If at some point, There is the feeling, there is the intuition, yes, turning to myself, metta for me, for this being, dear being who is me. Feel free to turn to yourself, metta for yourself. Or metta for the two of you, for both of you, if that feels supportive, if that brings up more warmth, priming the heart with your easy, with your dear being, and then turning to yourself. It's okay to be creative.
Thank you, Nikki. And good morning. So now we'll have some walking meditation, and I'll give a few words on how to do loving kindness with walking meditation. I think I'm going to turn this down a little bit, yeah, so I'm not uh, having to hurt your ears. Maybe just a tiny bit louder. Nikki, can we? Thank you. So first, I'll just say a few words why we're doing walking meditation. One is just to support the body. We can't be sitting meditation all the time. But it's a way in which we can continue meditating without having to maintain this posture. So it really supports a sense of continuity, which is a way in which, you know, planting seeds, it's an opportunity to plant even more seeds. And also, importantly, walking meditation is something we do every day, whether we're on retreat or not. So this can serve as a bridge of bringing our practice into our daily life, something that we can bring kind of the fruits of this practice with us as after we, whatever we're doing. I was thinking when uh, Nikki was giving instructions, I thought, oh, it's kind of like taking the three-ring circus on the road. <laughs> so, so, I'll, so I'll demonstrate a little bit. There's more than one way that we can do walking meditation, but so I'll offer one way, and you'll find your own, like maybe a variation that feels comfortable for you. So for those of you who haven't done walking meditation, we'll choose just um, a couple of paces, maybe 15 paces, and that's it. We're not going anywhere. (laughs) We're just here. So we'll do a few paces, and then we'll come back. Do a few paces and come back. There's a way in which kind of letting go of this idea that we have to get anywhere has more of a sinking in into this actual moment. So we can begin just standing and feeling connected, feeling the feet on the ground, with the eyes maybe you know, like 45 degrees down, and bring this lovable being to mind, whomever it might be. And maybe it's somebody different than it was in the sitting meditation. That's okay. Do not spend a lot of time trying to find the perfect person. Just do this one. The key is for it to be uncomplicated, really uncomplicated. So bringing this person to mind, maybe it's a coach when you were young. And maybe you might um, imagine, what would it be like if they were standing next to you? And like maybe there would be this sense of, oh, it's so nice to be with you. I mean, both of you are looking the same direction, and maybe you have your arms linked. And then, might if we take a step in a relaxed, easy way, may you be safe. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you live with ease. Feeling in, how does that feel? May you be safe. May you 
be, and then maybe you're like, oh wow, that was cute. I wonder what that is over there. You can just stop, connect again. Hmm, feeling grounded, settled. Bring into mind this lovable being. And then start. May you be safe. So, and then when you get to the end, you can stop again. And maybe there's a way that you're kind of like connect again to the body, to the bodily experience. Maybe there's a sense of happiness that's, or some warm wishing or gentleness that's uh, getting created. Very simply turn around. So that's one way. But it might be that that starts to get a little bit too complicated because there's the walking and the eyes are open and you're having this uh, lovable being next to you and to remember the phrases. So maybe the phrases get really simplified. Maybe there's, out of the four that uh, Nikki and I are offering this morning, maybe there's one or two that really speaks to you. Or maybe they get abbreviated. Maybe it's more like... uh, Safe, happy, healthy, ease. Something like this where you have this lovable being in mind. There will be times when you feel like you can't connect with whomever it is that you're doing loving kindness with. There's a, this is just happens. Things come and go. So there will be a time when there just feels like some dryness, like I just don't have this in me. My, I really wish this time were over and I can't wait to go get a cup of tea or go to the bathroom or whatever it might be. So you have to like, you know, be sensitive to what's going on for you. Honor your body, honor your process. And... The invitation here is to stretch a little bit. Not bulldoze through all your boundaries, not bulldoze through all the signals that tell you that something's not right, but just to stretch a little bit. So when I was doing this, I was walking slowly kind of in uh, with the phrases, but it might be if you're really low in energy, it might be helpful to pick up the pace. So maybe imagining the lovable being and may you be safe. May you be happy. So you can use the pace as a way to help with your energy. If you feel too low, maybe you can pick the energy up with walking and that can be a support for sitting. Or if you're feeling too agitated, maybe you want to walk even faster to kind of get the energy out, or maybe you want to slow down. So this is a way in which walking meditation can be a support for the whole day and for the whole sit, or like the next sit or way to undo the previous sit. So encouragement to play with this, explore, There isn't one perfect way that will work for you every time. But maybe I'll share this, that when I first started retreat practice, I thought like, oh, phew, okay, walking period. And I would just, I don't know, do whatever I wanted. I felt like, oh, recess. (laughs) 
And I just, I don't know what I did. Went to my room, you know. But my practice, when I started to take walking meditation a little bit seriously, like, oh yeah, I'm supposed to be doing walking meditation. My practice made a big shift in a beautiful way. There's something about just surrendering, giving yourself over to the schedule, and showing up as best you can. Just showing up as best you can, knowing sometimes it will feel dry. Sometimes it will feel beautiful. And sometimes maybe you're not even quite sure it's a little bit in between or something like that. All of that, you can expect all of that. So that's an introduction to walking meditation. And I have a few announcements for us this morning. So today is going to be a day of practice. So an encouragement as best you can to give yourself over to the schedule. And if you would like, there's some extra things, extra instructions today for those of you who are newer to practice or you feel like it would be a support. One is at 11 o'clock today, which is a walking period. For those of you who would like, you can stay in the hall and I'll give some posture instructions. With metta practice especially, it really helps if we can find a way that's comfortable and not have to be struggling with the discomfort in the body. I can't promise I can get rid of all discomfort in the body, right? That's not going to happen, but we'll do the best that we can. And then also Nikki will give some eating instructions at the um, during the sit before lunch. So a little bit more like how to do loving kindness and all these different uh, situations. Do you want to say something, Nikki? just wanted to clarify because last night I had uh, erroneously mentioned that the posture would be during the sit, but actually it's during the walk. So I want to clarify that it's after the walk. And the walking and the eating instructions are at the end of the sit. So we'll sit silently together and then at the end, the last five, ten, ten minutes, I'll give eating instructions. Just clarification. And then um, also tonight at 7.15, which is another walking period, if you'd like, there's a Q&A period. This is an informal time. Nikki and I will be sitting up here, and you can ask those questions. I noticed this happened today. What, what do we do when that happens, or something like this? For some of you, you'll want to stay more quiet and not want to come to this uh, 7.15. For some of you, if it's you're newer to practice, and we encourage people who are newer to residential retreat practice or retreat practice in general, have an opportunity to hear some of the Q&A or ask a question. Um, for those of you who are wondering, we will have affinity sits on this retreat. And if you don't know what that is, that's okay. We'll explain them tomorrow because they'll start tomorrow. And also tomorrow we'll start practice discussions with me and Nikki. And we'll talk more about that later tonight. So you'll learn about that. And, and then sometimes the line for the meals can get really long as we all mindfully wash our hands, which is a beautiful thing. We're all taking care of each other and ourselves by washing our hands. So just a reminder, there's the hand-washing sink that's 
right next when you come right into the kitchen. But there's also a second hand washing sink that's near where you do the dishes, right there. So you can go use that second uh, hand washing sink just to, and then come back into the buffet line. So just so that the line goes a little faster, we don't have to wait for all of us one by one. And Nikki, you wrote this note about uh, blue chairs and green chairs, or black chairs and green. Do you want to say something about this? It's that if if uh, folks find the um, black folding chairs more comfortable, they're in the uh, closet, so you can bring some in. And also, you are welcome. Some for some body shapes, the blue green chairs. I don't know what the color they are. They're blue. Turquoise. There you go. That's it. Uh, you are welcome to even bring those up. People have done that before, so just be comfortable. Yeah. Maybe I'll say something about these turquoise chairs. They're kind of funky, but uh, we inherited them from the, whom we uh, purchased this building from all these years ago. There's a lot of love and care have happened while sitting in those chairs. So maybe that'll be some support. So wishing you a wonderful day of practice. And now we have walking and we'll come back and do some more sitting. <laughs>